Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HHW Show podcast. I'm with Hector. Frank will join us probably momentarily as he's got stuck doing his own thing over there in the state of Florida. But, of course, I'm here, your host, OV1. And, yeah, baby, this weekend, it's an early morning. Mm. Put your alarms on because at 5 a.m. is definitely going to start the Elimination Chamber. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the kickoff or the actual run for right. the Elimination Chamber. But regardless, it is going to be a good old breakfast watching the Elimination Chamber. Uh, but as far as the people from Europe, I mean, by that time, they're already having their, their lunch, so to say. Right. So big shout out to Steve for the SCW uh, wrestling channel over there. And then, of course, on the East Coast, man, woo wee. I don't know how much party you're going to do Friday night for, for Saturday morning wake up call. But uh, I tell you what, this is a match that you don't want to miss, man. Two elimination chambers, two actual singles competition. And then, uh, oh, of course, we got a tag team championship on the line. There's some added, uh, let me see, interviews that we're going to talk about. And then, of course, uh, hopefully things are starting to settle down as we start getting these official match cards for WrestleMania 40. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is exciting, you know, just how close WrestleMania is to us. I know we don't want to overlook the Elimination Chamber. This is going to be an exciting weekend. I know for you, you said five. For me, I got to be up at four in the morning. I'll be up before the roosters crow. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You got it rough over there. I mean, there's only one hour difference, but you still got it rough. But hey, we've done this when we was in the service, right? When we oh. was overseas, we want to watch something live. Got to be up to nah, crack nah, it down. Nah, nah, I got you better. You know, like we, you know, get the drinking on. About four in the morning, knowing you got to be at work at six thirty in the morning. Uh, yeah, we, and, we, we and, remember and, them days. And then you see white walls. Yeah, I know white walls. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's not go there. <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> and talking about all that stuff. Yeah. Let me, let me bring this to you. Um, right. If you're here in the state of Connecticut, where I'm from, you want to take a look at Northeast Wrestling is making a comeback. That's right. It's almost been. Probably like six, no, almost a year since we haven't seen Northeast Wrestling from Bethany, Connecticut. Uh, big, big news. Matt Riddle is coming to town. He'll be in Denver, Connecticut, Saturday, April 27th. Uh, I'm hearing that the match cards is going to be stacked. Uh, it's going to be like, look, if you've ever been to independent wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, these are the type of shows you need to go because is just as good as watching the WWE on television. Northeast Wrestling has City Havoc in action. Matt Riddle, tickets go on sale tomorrow, February 21st. You could go on northeastwrestling.com. The event will happen at Henry Abbott Tech High School, and that is right off of I-84. And if you don't know where Danbury, Connecticut is, you, from Connecticut, you just head towards New York. All right? Just go on West 84. Go all the way down, baby. All right? Um... But if you're coming from New York, uh, again, find your way to 84, go east. It's right off the highway. The high school is actually pretty big. Uh, the last time I was there, uh, Hector, I got to see, um, what's his name? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, he he actually, we did the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, said the National Anthem, and then off he went. 
it was pretty, pretty, pretty dope. Um, and of course, it was a lot that was going on. A lot of uh, AEW wrestlers showed up, and that's what's special about AEW specific because these guys not only wrestle on TV, but they'd be able to go to different wrestling promotions and perform. Uh, and that's what, of course, is best for business. But yeah. here right now, um, Matt Riddle, man, like I'm digging him. Uh, also, maybe these are flirtatious. This is not official. I'm not saying they're going to be there. Right. Uh, but NEW is trying to flirt around with <laughs> Mustafa Ali and Matt Cordova. Um, it will be pretty awesome to see these guys make their presence there at Northeast Wrestling. But the guys I'm looking forward to is these guys right here. Uh, former tag team champions, Waves and Curls, the former heavyweight champion. And if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to be still be the tag team champions. Damn Moth. Uh, I'm missing Wrecking Ball. The biggest heel right now, Brad Baylor. And, of course, the NXT Live champion, the victorious BRG and his Victorium. I miss these guys, man. Uh, these guys are like, I'm, I'm a true fan for all of them. I can't wait to see them, and I hope that they're all there on April 27th. And a big shout-out goes to Brad Hollister and JT Dunn. Congratulations, Brad, for being a father. Uh, I don't know the exact date, but I know it a couple of days ago he did have his firstborn child. Uh, mad respect. I mean, this guy, man, his charisma and everything he brings to the ring is phenomenal. And then JT Dunn. Uh, he is expecting a baby this summer, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he announced it on social media that he, uh, him and his girl are going to have a baby. So congratulations to them. I mean, look, man, it's, it's, it's so beautiful to be talking about things like that, a positive and everything else. Because, man, let me tell you, around these things that's going on around the world, it's always always room for, for good news. Oh, yeah. You know, so like you said, there's so much negativity in the world. You know, what's talking about something positive like this, you know, bringing life into this world, you know, hopefully to make a difference for when they grow up. Yeah, that'd be great. You know what I'm saying? And right, to say absolutely. that, and, and, and for them two to have kids, who knows? They grow up together and they become tag team champions. You know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to Sandra Arroyo Sanchez, wrestling's back, baby. All thanks to If You Smell. La, 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 la. We can't say that no more, remember? The Rock banned us from saying that mm. stuff. So, um, But I'm not. But you know what I'm smelling? I'm smelling some of some fresh over here. Nikki Duke and Tino San Antonio. I hope they show up for Northeast Wrestling, man. I can't wait. Yes, I mm. hope. Uh, that all depends because Nikki Duke is in uh, Woman of Wrestling, which is part of CBS Sports. So let's see if she can release there. But Tina San Antonio. Uh Close to home, we have a common friend, and uh, can't wait to see them. But uh, biggest news here, man, and it was on Monday Night Raw. Intercontinental Championships on the line, the ring general, Guther versus Jey Uso, and where, look, I may not have that said it on the show, but if you paid attention to Jimmy Uso, who interfered, we're going to get to that later, the match with Cody Rhodes, I said to myself, he going to do something stupid against his brother, knowing that the title is on the line. And sure enough, he did. Okay. You got to give props to Jey Uso. Give him props, man. Give yeah, him yeah. props for the so many spears that he gave Guther. Okay. 
but the tragedy happened at the very end with Jimmy rang the bell before the three count and then ended up just taking what's supposed to be a win for Jey Uso. That is messed up, man. It is. And, you know, he's living up to the name, the main event, Jey Uso. He, he's proven that he can do this on his own. Um, he took Gunther all the way to the limit here. I mean, this is probably the most vulnerable we've seen Gunther since his Intercontinental title reign started. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he really had no answer at the end. Jay had all the momentum. But, yeah, you know, somebody should have stopped the bloodline from even being on Raw last night. But it is what it is. The fuel is 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 light it lit is lit up hotter than it has been before. The blood there's got to is- be some consequences for this oh, man. Like, gosh. come on, like how many of these matches <clears throat> do we have to see? All right, why not have like a, a a fair fight? You know what I mean? Like, and they had no business. That's the thing. There was no business for them to be there. Oh, you're right. But what what's fair nowadays? It's not like what it used to be back in the day where you get a mm. fair fight. No, that it's is not. true. That is true. That so, is true. I give you that. But so that's then, why man, you it's gotta... your brother. You're talking about listen, you're talking about the bloodline. Okay. You're talking about we're stronger than ever. Would it not be stronger than ever if Jay Uso won the Intercontinental Championship? If anything, his brother should have been side by side, be like, yo, mad respect, man. You left the bloodline. You did what you had to do. Can you please come on back and join the family? The Rock is back. Why don't you come back too? Hmm. Let bygones be bygones. Let's all rest. I mean, look, how many times do we have family feud and then at the very end we come together? Sadly to say to my family, when things like that happen, somebody has to die in order for us to have a family reunion. Now we all see each other and be like, oh, man, I missed you. Let me let me um, we should catch up. Let's do this. And then. Years go by, somebody else died and you're back again, you know what I mean? But for this circumstances, man, man, why? I don't understand. A jealousy. Are you jealous? Yeah, he is jealous. I mean, big brother's jealous of little brother because little brother's doing his thing. He's got the crowd on his side. He's got allies now. Big mm. brother don't know what he wants to do, where he's at, what he what he doesn't know his place. Jimmy does not know his place. Jay mm. knows his place. You see, he he had to go through trial by fire to get the respect of the locker room because of his past. And so now it's it's all going on his side now. The only way these two brothers got to get together is Rikishi, and Rikishi has to be involved and getting his kids in line. True, but sometimes, you know, I guess as a parent, he's going to have to step back and let them figure it out as adults. Mm. And you're right. They will figure it out because that match is going to happen at WrestleMania 40, something that was discussed about a year ago about them wishing that they could have that WrestleMania moment. Right. This is it right here. This is something that they dreamed about since little kids that they want to compete. Now, in the storyline, you know, I'm like, yo, daddy got to come over here and regulate. Okay. Like, if your kids are fighting, I mean, how many times, you know, in the household do your kids fight and then you always try to find a resolution, find that, 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 that thin line, like, okay, let's, let's come together. 
or you get that cocotazo and be like, hey, potate bien, whatever, and all that good stuff, right? I mean, there's a combination of everything, but there's always order. There's right. got to be order within that family with the Usos. You know, I, I would think that something like that would happen if Solo intervenes into this and taking mm -hmm. Jimmy's side. Then, yeah, you need order. And I would see right there a father stepping in because his boys needs to settle this like men to see who is, you know, the the bigger brother pretty much in this in this sense. But little brother, little, little brother got to stay out of this. You see, Solo's gonna have to stay out of this. And I if think Solo's been staying out of it. Like that's why he never showed up. And I, if anything, I'm gonna assume that Jimmy went rogue. He went out there to handle business with Cody, but I bet you nothing was said about him and um and Jay Uso. Now yeah. we go back to SmackDown, and Roman Reigns came out hugging Jimmy and everything else, saying, "Let's go fix what Jay messed up." Now, what does that mean? I have no idea. But uh Jay has been gone for a while now. Yeah, you know, you can't you can't use his name anymore on SmackDown, but then he's gonna show up on Raw. Come on, man. Now, this yeah. is a brother to brother thing in which they got to settle. But I tell you this when the family fights family, that does not make that family strong. Yeah, no, you're right. It divides them more than than you know, keeping them together is strong. You know, but if this is what this is going to have to take to get these two brothers to reunite, mm -hmm. to fix things, then it is a long time coming because right. we've always known them as, you know, probably one of the greatest tag teams ever to assemble as, as brothers, you know, and we never thought, okay, who is the better, who is the brother Uso? But now we're going to finally f find out pretty soon. But if this is going to reunite them in the future, they have to have it out now. It's not going to happen soon because there right. will be a civil war. Right. There will be right. a civil war within the bloodline. And you could take that with the uh, the, the playbook for the Avengers. Uh, but let's move on yeah. here because there's more to this. Now, again, this is the stare down at the Royal Rumble between the brothers, uh, Jay and Jimmy. So we're going to see more of these stare downs leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, but at the beginning, you could see Jimmy. Jimmy's wilding over there. And you notice he's trying to get a hand clap and everything else. But Solo wasn't buying it. Solo was so focused on the mission. It almost sounded like test of strength here in Connecticut. There's a group called The Mission. Um, but these guys, man, like Solo, man, he's so focused on making sure everything is just right. You know, he is acting like the right-hand man of the tribal chief. And then Jimmy, man, like he's whack. I'm going to tell you that right now. He is definitely whack. But that he, led to Drew McIntyre winning the match. Yeah. Solo is taking orders and he is executing what he is being told to do. Jimmy, I think he's just in the way. Yeah. I think that's yeah. all he is, just a distraction. So Solo could do what he has to do. He's like that. Uh, I don't know. It's, I... I I got to figure out a movie or something like that that uh, <laughs> you ever seen like those comedy mob movies and, and, and Jimmy's one of those people like, um, oh, I'm thinking about a movie right now. It's not coming to my head. Watch me after the show and then boom. <laughs> it's that comedian that come nights, uh, Night of the Roxbury. Okay. 
Oh, well, not nah, see. Now the, I gotta the, type the, it. The, the, Night the, big, the, the big one Rocks. or the little one? The little one. Oh, him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was his on name Night is Live. Uh, Chris Cadden. Uh, Chris Cadden came out in a movie. He was in a mom movie, but it was a uh, a comedy one. Oh, Corky Romano. You remember Corky, that movie, Corky, Corky Romano? Romano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Jimmy yep. Uso reminds me of, Corky mm-hmm. Romano. Absolutely. Like, he, dear to the head, don't know even know what's going on. You know, he and, just do things, like, idiotically. And, and, you know, it's like, to me, it's like Solo just tolerates it. He's not going to acknowledge anything that Jimmy does, but he just tolerates him being around. You know why? Because Roman told him, like, dude, just don't trust him. Just do you and ignore his ass. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But this right here, <laughs> you know, I this was a cheap way for – Drew to win, man. He's a hypocrite. Yes, he is. And Michael always, Cole said it. He's man. a hypocrite because you talk all that smack about uh the bloodline, and mm-hmm. now the bloodline did that. You did nothing about it, right? Now all it's all was, about me. He's yep. selfish, he's definitely he, selfish. Okay, but uh hey, enough of that. I, I, once again, a big shout out to all the fans out there. Thank you for your support. I did not know till today. That uh, we gained some viewers uh, and subscribers. So I want to say thank you on behalf of the HSW show crew. Uh, the hours have accumulated. And it's surprising because, again, it's like we do this for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we enjoy wrestling. It's not something that we're, we have a goal of being rich or nothing like that. This is our hobby. Um, and we just love doing this, man. Like, we're not trying to be like those TikTok stars or the YouTubers or something. We're not trying to sell you Prime, but we're not trying to sell you some whack stuff that's going on around social media. You yeah. know what I mean? But this is what I'm selling, okay? And it's a claim. Now, you could bu- you could take it, or you could just tell me, you know, Ovi, shut up. You don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm going to start. Are you ready? Go ahead. All right. So here's the start, baby. Bing. Let's start with the new season of SmackDown. Okay. And we announced the new general manager. And the first test of the new general manager always sees a stare down between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Remind you that Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso at the time were tag team champions. So, of course, they had to bounce back and forth from Raw and SmackDown. But that is the stare down of the start of the new season. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We're moving on. Then after day one, The Rock shows up. All right. This is the national championship of college football. Okay. Two hours away from Pasadena, California, The Rock shows up to the arena and announces he wants to seat at the table. Now, gladly, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, the people wanted this. And this is way before the Royal Rumble. The people wanted this. But I'm saying to myself, this has to be related to what's going on with business. Because the seat at the table, he's at the table. He's the director. He He's he's the man in the TKO group over there in which, again, WWE moving to Netflix and everything else. And he's he's one of the board members, so he's he's taking a seat. No, 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 not so fast. There he goes. Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. 
and everybody thinks, oh yeah, it might be him, and and of course Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. But then this happened. The Rock shows up, and everyone is like, oh no, what is going on here? He is not going to be at WrestleMania. Like the Rock is taking his place now. People are like bad feedback. But I want you to look at that handshake. I want you to look at that handshake and look very closely. Look at the look at the Rock's face right there. Whatever he said in his ear later on, we're about to find out later. Okay. Now there's a lot of things that Cody Rhodes has said in that one. Okay. And here we go. He did say he wants the championship. He did say that it is not going to happen at WrestleMania. Yep. He did say that he wants to take <clears throat> everything away from the tribal chief. He didn't say Roman Reigns specifically. He said the tribal chief. He's going to take everything. Okay. He consulted with someone close to him. He consulted with family. He consulted with all bunch of people. And he consulted with one individual. And his name was The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And there you have it. Then you have that stare down. Words were the exchange and everything else. And then the shot heard around the world. Well, I should say the slap that, well, that was heard around the world. Okay. They took the Will Smith playbook. That's what happened. That's like Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. That's exactly what happened. And nothing else happened in exchange. You don't even hear Cody Rhodes say something about <clears throat> The Rock. Okay. I don't, you know, to even add to that, mm -hmm. Roman Reigns didn't do anything. If you're the tribal chief, you don't got no control. You're not controlling the situation. Like it's No. And that's another indicator. Who is the chief? Who's in charge? Who is the tribal chief? I thought the tribal chief runs the show. He hasn't been running the show since The Rock's appearance. Let her know that the last SmackDown, which nothing really happened, that was probably the worst. Closeout of SmackDown, but who was took, here in The Rock? But yeah, okay? he, he took center stage of it again, and and again, you're ahead of me. You're ahead of me, my friend. Sorry. Yes, mi hermano. That's <laughs> what happened. But look at the signal. Everybody got one except for The Rock. That's a L to me. Okay. I'm just saying. Do, do I'm just see, saying. There's something else. Do you see something else there? Um, did I miss something in this picture? I think you might have. Mm, I might have. Okay. Why is three people behind the tribal chief, but The Rock isn't? He's in front of him. Why was The Rock, why was the tribal chief on the right-hand side of The Rock when after The Rock cursed and and said something to triple h walking yeah. out the building there's a lot of things okay but a lot of people not seeing that everyone's jumping the gun like oh man cody's not gonna finish the story but if you pay attention to the rock what he said he said cody rhodes he gonna finish that story and he's gonna start his now people are going to uh, uh, imagine him saying that he's going to finish the story without a title and everything else. But The Rock is not 
he doesn't care about the title. If you pay attention to the words he's saying, it's all about the family tree. It is the most important thing. Okay. And we had this discussion last weekend about the family tree. And we were like getting all the headache. Like who goes here, who goes where and everything else. But I'm going to tell you. Why? Why hasn't they hugged each other? Why didn't they embrace each other yet? Why did the tribal chief and everybody else walk away while the rock was still posing in the corner to corner, shaking hands with fans and everything else? Why did they walk away? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oops. We're moving on to that one. <laughs> Drop the gun on that one. <laughs> no, that's the next segment. <laughs> so you know, we gotta we gotta we gotta like clear our minds a little bit after we dissect this. So what my claim is is that Roman Reigns is gonna be distracted. Roman Reigns is going to be distracted and not know what's coming, and he's going to blame Paul Heyman. Because he is the wise man, and he is not going to be that wise because The Rock knows how to play the game. You're right. I, I give you that much. The Rock knows how to play this game. You know, and I go back to saying this, what I said earlier, that The Rock, I don't think, forgets things that has happened to him in the past. Mm. Okay? Ten years ago, when Roman Reigns was the muscle of the shield, the Rock took a power bomb. He took a shield power bomb and was left in the middle of the ring, just laying there like carcass. So, could that be another indicator that The Rock is playing mind games with Roman Reigns, making him think that he's going to have a successful WrestleMania? Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I am not totally convinced yet that Roman Reigns is going to lose that title at WrestleMania. Mm. I think this three year long reign is something that is going to continue on just a little bit longer. Not that much longer, a little bit longer. I think it goes past WrestleMania to make us think that it's going to all end at WrestleMania when it could be ending somewhere else at another pay-per-view or even uh, uh, even on SmackDown. You know, just, just to throw everybody off course to make you think, okay, you think you know what you're going to get, but you really don't. The Rock is playing mind games with every single one of us. But I think the only one that knows the truth is Cody Rhodes. I mean, why not Cody Rhodes tell Seth Rollins that he was right, that he needs an alliance? Well, yeah, I'm that's just saying, that, yeah. like, why, why he has not spoken? Why he's not, like, confronted and said, all right, Seth, I need your help. I want you on my team. Like he did at Survivor Series. No, that's that pride. Cody thinks that he can come back and do this on his own, and he's seeing that he he's figuring out that he can't. Or he's listening to The Rock when he told him this is the plan. Remember from the very beginning, he took advice. He did this. He did that. He is playing the playbook. He is going along. Why not? And maybe you're right. Maybe, just maybe, you're absolutely right when, he's, when you're saying that he might not lose the title. That it could be in the long run. Maybe that's what Cody Rhodes was saying all along. It's not going to happen at WrestleMania. Right, Maybe see, it's going to happen at SummerSlam. Right. See, and all these little things that everybody's saying, we have to really now focus into those and, and encrypt it because if we just take it for what it's worth <laughs> on the surface, we're never going to figure this out. This right. is perfect storytelling right here. You know, encrypting the breaking down the messages that everybody is saying, which is mostly <laughs> right now the, the Rock and Cody Rhodes. 
and maybe Seth Rollins because Roman Reigns ain't saying nothing. And so, it's like, I, I've been. Doesn't that like fall back to what John Cena was saying when they first had that rivalry with Roman Reigns? Like, why, why is John Cena back every time? Because of you. You know what I mean? I always got to fix things. Yeah, right. I got to always do this and do that. You know what I mean? Like, but does but the rock the but does the rock need to be here to fix things for Roman because Roman no, seems to be doing things on no, his own. No, no, no. Well. I think the rock is there to make a claim that he is the tribal chief, that he is the man. And he's been proving it not only in the ring, outside the ring, in every industry, everything he steps foot He's always been on top. And that is what is truly about being a tribal chief. Always giving. Always. Remember, you don't never hear Roman Reigns saying, right? Especially during the rivalry with Kevin Owens, I provide for others. That's why you haven't matched for me. You don't hear right. that no more. Now everything's me, me, me. Yeah. There's no like family. Why did he not fix Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso? Why did Jay have to leave? You know what I mean? It's like after certain circumstances here and there, why did Roman Reigns have to low blow Jay Uso? Why does a lot of things have to happen when if you're the bloodline and you're thinking about family, family sticks together. And right now that family is not sticking together. It's all about commands. Look, you make a lot of valid points to make anybody believe that Cody finishes the story at WrestleMania. I just feel that there's, I just feel that there's something more to this. This is a Daniel Bryan story all over again. Right. It may, it may seems like it, but something could be going on here to where I I really don't see the rock getting back into the ring full time. So this whole, so this whole thing that he's saying that should he sit at the head of the table? Is that, is that just an encrypted message saying that, I'm going to make sure that Roman loses the title because he's not the people's champion like I am. I mean, you know, it's just no one's the people's champion, but the rock. I get that. And so Mm -hmm. if by helping strip the title away from Roman Reigns, he's still the people's champion. He's still what people look to and not Roman Reigns. I, I don't know. But right now I need more evidence in the court of law to prove to me that Roman Reigns is going to lose this title and end this over 1,200-day reign of being heavyweight champion. Well, we're going to continue on with this. And as weeks go by, we'll see the development, especially this Saturday, where mm. Seth Rollins and Cody Rose won't make a special appearance on the Grayson Waller show in Australia. So it'll be maybe, maybe we'll get a surprise battle. You know, there's always a battle. You know, Grayson's not going to just invite two people and that's it. Um but uh, yeah. Um, oh, th- go ahead. And also, why is CM Punk still lingering around? Because even though we did not see it on the show last night after mm-hmm. they went off the air, but why does Cody call CM Punk into the ring? Is he trying to build allies? Even though CM Punk is on the shelf, he mm-hmm. can still help do damage on the outside. I'm that's just a, saying that's a good point. Because him point. and The Rock, because him and The Rock had words, exchange of words, and they've had battles in the years past too. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sit here and convince myself that Roman's going to lose his belt, but it's just more fuel to the fire here to add that there's these pieces of the puzzle here with everybody. I mean, The Rock, 
He's he laid down a smackdown on Cody Rhodes back in the day when he had that funny looking mustache. Okay, <laughs> so there, yeah, right. So there has been past. There's a past with everybody in this ring here, right? Everybody in this story so far. So, yeah. Hey, <sighs> this is listen. It, more to come, and it's exciting because we're so close. After the elimination chamber is nothing but getting ready for WrestleMania, which is happening April six and seven. Of uh, two days, two nights, and uh, it's it's fabulous, man. I, I just can't wait. Uh, we got one official match, but we're about to have more official matches after the Elimination Chamber. Uh, but let's take a break one moment, man. Let's take okay. a break. Uh, and I know Frank is coming on pretty soon. He probably doesn't even know how to spell his name, uh, but I'm going <laughs> to fix that with him. Uh, I'm going to edit his name before I, I bring him in. <laughs> Here we go, Frank. Frank, you hear me, buddy? Yeah, I he's in his you, car. You. You're in your car, yo. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you I'm know. Hey, car, thank you, thank you for joining us. And, and I know you, you, you're coaching. I was at football. Yeah, yeah, seven on seven. Seven on seven. How about this, man? How about this? Let me show you something, man. I don't oh, want you to be God. distracted while you're driving. But the question oh, today shit, is. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton Whoa. or Chelsea Green? Your vote. Tiffany Stratton or Chelsea Green? Chelsea Green, bro. Oh, look. Why? Because there's Chelsea two Green. pictures? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. see more of her. I like that view. I like that view. Would. But, I mean, I got a question. I got a question. Can yeah, it better both? be about this. It is. It is. Can I just take both? No, it's one or the other. Damn, man. Is that like a two-for-one offer? No. All right, then. It's Chelsea Green. Okay, you got Just Chelsea I like Green. The way I, I like my uh-huh. Tiffy time, so I'm going to stick with my Tiffy time. All right, you, you could stick with Tiffy time. However, what I did notice is that uh, Chelsea Green is with uh, Matt Cordoba. Remember Zach Ryder? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Right. And um, Tiffany is dating uh, Ludwig Kaiser from Imperium. Now, that is so crazy. Now, I say that craziness because of the fact that, look, I mean, it is what it is, you know. And me and Hector were talking about it earlier. It was like, this girl got in the ring. Uh, let me see. Back in 2000, what did I say it was? 2021. And in 2022, he hooks up with the guy, and it's almost like, oh, he's such a sweetheart. Um, it seems like his first love at first sight, or something like that. Love at first sight. I think this is gonna last. You know, most most of this stuff don't last. I don't know. Love at first tiff site. Mm, yeah. Mm, she did the tiffy time on him. You know, I you know, I know before I think it was last week when we talked about the two, I picked I did say Tiffy. But looking mm-hmm. at those natural pictures, yeah, I, I gotta go with Chelsea. Seriously, she looks to me more natural. Yes, yeah, she is Great. natural. Yeah, I gotta give you that. Absolutely. We'll see, man. I, you know we'll what? see. I just, but, I just think that the the pictures don't do Tiffy uh, much justice. Well, look, honestly, Tiff- Tiffy in the same type of outfit. 
Yeah, Tiffany looks like more. She's more dressed to actually do a photo shoot with the makeup and everything like that. Mm -hmm. To where Chelsea in this picture, she looks a little more natural. Like she just got out the shower. She's about to drink her cup of coffee for the day. I don't know about drinking that coffee though, but all right, all right. Yeah, I don't. I mean, she's not really gonna. I'm just trying to keep this. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep this PG here, okay, guys. Look, I'm just trying to keep this PG here. Okay? All right, moving on to the next one here. Uh, Stephanie McMahon or Mandy Rose? And this is Stephanie McMahon back when she was young. Uh, she she played a lot of roles in in um, in in the WWE, and then you got Mandy Rose as the former NXT champion. I take Mandy Rose. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I, I would, I would side with Man, uh, Manny Rose. Damn, man, I'm surprised. I thought one of y'all will mention uh, Stephanie McMahon, but okay, all right, all right, no problem. Well, guess what? It is what it is. It's fabulous to see the WWE and uh, and the divas and all the the hot ladies that come out in the WWE, but. Uh, Frank, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. You better be driving carefully, man, because you know always. you're warning me. You're always looking around like, like you a suspect or something. What's going yeah, on with no. that wheel? And let me let me zoom in to you. Let me holler at you. I, I think he. <laughs> I, I think I think Frank thinks he's on the last lap of the Daytona 500. We just already. Oh, ended is that what it is? Yeah, man. He looks so small behind that wheel, though. I know it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm trying to figure things out in this car. Yeah. Yeah, this guy I'm driving like, car. look, he's always looking at the rearview mirror, like, like he's getting chased. Oh, you in Miami? You have to be aware of your surroundings. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. You gotta be aware of your surroundings. Mm. You know, the biggest view is always up front, man. Can never look at yeah, the past. You gotta look around what's behind ain't you. That, you know, that what you have to you said, tell me. The yeah. rearview mirror is so small. Yes, sir. <laughs> but all right, man, you be careful out there. But um, yes, sir. We're moving on to the uh, prediction show. Um, the Elimination Chamber is happening in Perth, Western Australia. is the home country of Rhea Ripley. And she's approximately about an hour away from her hometown. And she started her career there in the independent circuit. And she made through through NXT UK and the NXT. Made it to the main roster. And she is currently the world's woman's champion okay so with that we're gonna start off with the elimination chamber first match which is probably the main event being that she is the uh the home favorite here real ripley versus nia Jax. hector who you got in this match i got real ripley she retains this title but i be i believe she knows she's in for a physical fight here it's not gonna be easy for her but no outside interference. Nobody to be around. She take care of Nia Jax. I'm with you there. Uh, Frank, who you got? I got Rhea Ripley. I mean, she's in her hometown, man. She's not going to lose there. Yeah, I mean, for, for man, Nia Jax, she trying to make a statement that she did mm. on Raw, just crushing everybody. Yes. Making everybody look like last place. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if if Nia Jax were to lose this match, I don't think we know we, we will see the end of her unless 
she has a battle with Raquel Gonzalez. That would be that would be good. That that would be good. Yeah. A tie up yeah. between the two colossals like that, yeah. Absolutely. All right, moving on to the elimination chamber, the women's event. Six women, only one woman would win and move on to go against Rhea Ripley for her title. Liv Morgan, Raquel, which was the last minute, Naomi, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Tiffany Stratton. Hector, you go first. You know, looking at the process of elimination here, I'm going with Becky Lynch to win this. Mm. I really, I really do. I think she sets, she'll set the bar here to, to be the favorite to have this storyline drag out a little bit with Rhea Ripley to WrestleMania. I just don't see anybody else. How I don't see anyone else fitting in this with Rhea Ripley. So I got Becky Lynch, the man. This is going to be the seventh event for the women's division. Um, yeah, this is the seventh event, right? No, I'm sorry, this is the sixth event for the women's elimination chamber, and most of the winners have come if they are the sixth person to move out. Okay, the the last person to enter the chamber usually wins this match, and the very first one was Alexa Bliss. Bianca Belair has won it, and Asuka has won it. Shayna Baszler won it at number four, and the number one, only number one, was the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, the Boston Hug Connection, which was uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. So I'm thinking if it's Becky Lynch, I think she's going to be number four. I'm picking number four to win this match. So, Hector, one, two, three, four, five, six. Which number is going to win it? Oh, Lord have mercy. We're doing this crap again. Oh, yes. Uh, We got to. We got to. I'm going with three. I think think Becky Lynch will come in at number three and win it. Okay. All right. Frank, who is your winner? He's pointing one. Uh, he's playing charades here. One word, two syllables sounds like mm. crime. Tiffy time. Oh, he got, oh, he got, got two. two. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we had two friends. Right. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I got you. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. If you want to, it's gonna be Becky at number one. Becky Becky Lynch is gonna be number one. Okay, you know what? I wouldn't. I you know to show that she could be like Nia Jax did. uh, Yeah, I guess number one could be probable. Yeah, Um, I don't see Liv Morgan. She's a latecomer. I don't see Raquel. She just got there. Naomi's just got signed. Bianca Belair has no feud. Tiffany just got called up on the main roster, and she's going to probably be the most impressive woman in this match. But I got to say, because Becky Lynch has been on television 24-7, there's no way I could see that she could lose this match. She has so many promos with Rhea Ripley. She's 
I don't know. It's like everything, every segment, she's always there. And these other ladies are just feelings. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I got a feeling that she is going to win. And I think she's probably more likely going to be number four. I'm picking, I'm sticking with my number four. All right. We got one, three, and four. One plus three is four. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. There we go. All Look right. at that. Yes. All right. Moving on to the men's elimination chamber. We got Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley. We also have Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Logan Paul, and LA Knight. Go ahead, Frank. I say Randy Orton on this. Mm. For some reason, I just I think it's gonna be Randy Orton. I I'm tired. I mean, I, I honestly don't want to see Drew McIntyre win it. You know, I but I I think I think it's gonna be Randy Orton. Okay. Something's gonna happen there, that's gonna be him. What number do you pick for the men's? Number three. Number three, number three, number three. All right, moving on to Hatton. Frank, I'm gonna I'm gonna upset you, but I got Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Drew McIntyre in this one. Please tell me why. Well, look at the look at the panel of superstars we got here. I mean, Kevin Owens and Logan Paul, I think they just canceled themselves out right there. Mm-hmm. And I think Randy Orton cancels out with L.A. LA Knight. Knight. That just leaves the wild card of, of Bobby Lashley there. But I just think Drew McIntyre is is going after this title. Um, and he's going to come in at number six. I think he's going to be the last one in. Mm. He's going to let these guys do what they got to do. And then he's going to claymore everybody. It all depends what happened on SmackDown. I still didn't figure out who won that match because they didn't say. Or maybe it just ends up that nobody's winning uh, because it's already a tape match. But Drew McIntyre, LA Knight being last, I would say that the winner would be like the number six on that match, right? And Drew McIntyre is probably the most active superstar out of all six right there. So why not him be number six? And yeah. for the most part, only three have, well, yeah, three have won it at number six. You got John Cena, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton has won it. Uh, but then you also add the Tag Team Championship, the New Day. They've won it at number six. Uh, we could easily say Brock Lesnar, even though they got him at number five, but that was because Bobby Lashley was concussed and he had to be taken out. Um, oh, oh, that was back in 2022. So um, my number on this one, I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with number six. Whoever's the number six person is going to win. But I agree with you. I think everything's aiming at Drew McIntyre winning the elimination chamber. And the reason why I think that he is going to have his moment, his story where he beats Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. But that's going to be taken away because Damian Priest is going to cash in the Money in Bank briefcase. He's going to win at WrestleMania and become the world champion. 
And the reason why mm -hmm. is Drew McIntyre's always gave the indicator you always did this wrong. There's always that rivalry. You always had real Ripley telling Damian Priest, leave Drew alone. You know, stay focused on what has to be done. And he's always aggressive. You've seen that. Drew's always commented how dumb, you know, Priest is and everything else. And I think that that moment that Drew is going to celebrate that he won something in front of the crowd instead of COVID, right? And then finally, once he's ready, boom, he's going to be taken away because that's the person that he is because he's selfish and he's going to get what's coming to him. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I got to see what the Judgment Day going to do with those tag titles first before I can even claim that Priest is going to cash in at WrestleMania. Well, they could lose it at the Elimination Chamber. They're going to lose it. Yeah, they could. But before we get there, um, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Grayson Waller, Cody Rose, Seth Rollins. You know nothing's ever peaceful in the Grayson Waller effect show. <laughs> yeah, he always got to stir things up. Mm -hmm. He better be careful because he might get it from Solo. <laughs> Who knows? He might be a fan favorite come Saturday. Well, he'll be a fan favorite in Australia. I guarantee you that. But uh, definitely, uh, it'd be interesting to see. But I think uh, a lot more is going to develop here, and we're probably going to say see some true colors. I do expect the Usos to be there. I do expect Jay to be there. I really do. It's got to be some karma, and what perfect place to stir things up, being at the Elimination Chamber in Australia. All right. Tag team matchup. The undisputed tag team champions on the line. Judgment Day versus. I think they had a team name, right? Peter Dunn and what? What was their name? Yeah, I don't know. You yeah, know, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. I got a feeling that uh, these titles are going to change hands. Uh, I I agree. I disagree. I don't think they're going to lose the tag titles. You think they'll keep it for R-Truth and The Miz? I think so. I think R-Truth is more the fan favorite to hold that tag title, you know, one more time. I don't to think do. R-Truth is there for the title, though. He doesn't need it, but why not put it around his waist just one last time? I think it'll be a, it'll be something great for the If fans. anything, R Truth is going to be to distract them, and they're going to lose those titles. Okay, I can agree with that. That that that's a great possibility. That's a great, but I just think Judgment Day walks away with these titles. I'll I'll take the lone the lone wolf on this. Frank, hopefully I'm up, hopefully I'm up watching it. I agree that it. they're going to lose the titles. All right, so only mm -hmm. Hector agrees that they'll retain as yeah. the tag team champions. And you and I uh, agree that they're gonna lose those titles. All right, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Look, uh, the biggest story right now, uh, besides the bloodline, is Jay Uso losing the Intercontinental Championship. We talked about that at the beginning of the show, and um, it's I, I I'm just dumbfounded. Like literally, I. As much as that was in the back of my head that Jimmy might do something, I really thought that maybe 
just maybe we could talk about being the new Intercontinental Champion. And Jey Uso has been the only one, the only superstar that was able to battle test Guther. This is better than Drew McIntyre, better than Sheamus, okay? And these are the top superstars, man, like the heavyweights. And Jey Uso put them to shame. Literally had Guther on the ground. And he could have lost that title if it wasn't for Jimmy hitting that bell. Yeah. Most definitely. I agree. But that's that's a setup. They're going to have their match at WrestleMania. No. Uh, the match at WrestleMania so? will be the brothers facing each other. And that's I'm what I mean. predicting the Sheamus will make his appearance and go after Guther for the Intercontinental Championship. And he finished his story as the only superstar to be to hold all championship belts. I think Seamus do deserve it. He needs to come back and finish that story. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I like he, he could do it like three seconds like he did Daniel Bryan. Hit him with that bro kick. Knock him out. <laughs> there we go. And this could be the match for WrestleMania. Could it be? Or could it be? That Frank says Randy Orton could be the one. Regardless of the situation, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be outstanding. And there's more to it because we haven't even covered like 75% of the rest of what's going on in wrestling. Okay. We didn't even talk about the LWO. We didn't even talk about AJ Styles and the relationship with the OC. Oh, boy. Mm. We didn't even talk about like the AOP or what's going on over that way. But the but the one superstar before we, we end the show that I got to give credit to is Chad Gable. Chad Gable, did, he did an outstanding job. I'm just surprised there's not an extra uh, title uh, for the effort that he put in to defeat Ivar. <laughs> but shouldn't there be like a television? I'm not talking about 24-7 title. No, there was a television title at one time. Yeah. Like, you know, you got yeah, well, those guys that's always the mid-card dude, champion. Dude, you're a mid-card about champion. A, you're talking about a participation trophy at this point. It's not a participation trophy if you're if you're battling every week. Oh my goodness! A mid card championship. Yeah. Hey, look, this is Why my mid card championship. He can't, he can't be a true champion, so we're just gonna give him a mid card championship. So, well, technically, they got the United States Championship. That hasn't those been those are mid card championships. But the Intercontinental well, because they gave it is no longer a mid card champion, though. The the IC title is no longer a mid card title. No, that's like the main title. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, you can't go there. But there's just so many superstars. Really, there is so many superstars right now that you only have two titles in each. And then you got the tag team titles that bounces around between brands. I don't know. Now, I, I understand the 24-7 was probably the the most ugliest and worthless title in WWE history. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't like it. Did you? No. Um, disgusting. Except for the segment with R-Truth, again, being at the hotel. I uh, forgot that dude's name, but they were supposed to. They got married. You remember what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Were, and then he that word that supposed to, Yeah, there you go. That's probably 
dude, that was the, probably the most hilarious segment I've seen. Um, <laughs> anyways, Skip. it's and all his good. Started with an S. Mm. Um, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but uh, once again, you're listening to the HHW Show podcast presented by uh, CMG Sports Central. Uh, what else? Please, please. And from the beginning of the show, I already announced it. Matt Riddle is coming to Connecticut, the Hat City uh, Havoc that's going to be happening in Danbury, Connecticut. Tickets are being sold starting tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. Get your tickets. I'm going to be there. The HHW show crew will be there, which is me and my guests, of course. Uh, but Northeast Wrestling is back almost nearly a year of out of action. And definitely it is going to be fire. More to follow on this and, and much, much more. And stay tuned. And you can also uh, follow the HHWshow.com. That's our website. It's Man, I just can't wait. I've Again, this is a great opportunity to meet. A superstar that I haven't been able to see in person. Um, he probably still be in flip-flops. That's all right. Uh, but Thank there's you. rumors of other superstars coming in. And once again, once I find out, of course, I will let you all know. NEW, Northeast Wrestling's coming back. And, of course, this weekend, get up, set your alarm early because at 5 a.m. it is the Elimination Chamber. Thank you, Hector. About time you showed up, Frank. Good job. <laughs> Until next time, I'll see you this weekend here on the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show. <laughs> I got him. <laughs>